Hi everyone, it's Brittany and welcome to One Hot Mess. Hi everyone, so today we're going to continue reading The Inner Work and we are on chapter two, compassion for ourselves and others along the journey. Regardless of how you feel about yourself or your life right now, it's essential to understand that if your perspective isn't rooted in unconditional love, it is not the truth of your full potential. It's a subjective perspective you are temporarily experiencing that is coming from a limiting theme of consciousness. Your true self is perfect, loving awareness. The greatness of your potential is pure innocence, stainless, and invincible joy. You are innately accepted, unconditionally loved, whole, and complete despite what you've been through or what the external world is telling you. You are infinitely guided, supported, and provided for by your creator. You have access to infant infinite possibilities right now. Your very existence is proof of how loved and cherished you are, even if you can't see it yet. The question is, do you believe this? We invite you to read the next few lines out loud and honestly examine how you feel. We recommend pausing between each line so you can become aware of the sensations in your body in connection with each affirmation. Self-honesty is the first step in revealing your current theme of consciousness. I am pure. I am innocent. I am already worthy. I forgive myself and others. I am wanted and needed. I am seen. I am free from my past. I have no regrets. I face my fears with courage. I expect the best case scenario. I have everything I need. I am fully satisfied in my life. I easily celebrate the success of others. I have no enemies. I am honest. I go with the flow. I trust I will always be okay. I am unique and gifted. I am talented. I am inspired and inspiring. I am a success. My life is a success. I see only opportunities. My life has extraordinary meaning. My future is positive and bright. Everything is working out for my benefit. I am brilliant. I have access to genius ideas. I am intelligent. I am at peace in every moment. I am completely loved. I see the goodness in everyone and everything. I see divine love all around. What do you think about all this? Pay special attention to any of the affirmations that made you cringe or squirm with discomfort or avoidance. Notice what the mind has to say. Perhaps something to the effect of 
this is stupid. You don't know me. This is just too much. Or perhaps it attempts to rush through and overlook the statements and not take them too seriously. Okay, I get it. Let's skip the next few lines. How long is this going to go on for? Yeah, yeah, love myself. All an attempt to run away and avoid looking at what is really getting triggered. This is our first demonstration of what your mind is doing to you when, is it, when it's exposed to anything outside of your current theme of consciousness. The mind has created an identity for you that is unknowingly attached to suffering and limitation. This shadow identity doesn't want to let go of control and the familiarity of playing small because it is afraid of trusting in the goodness of life and losing its happiness. It is unable to truly accept goodness because it thinks that love and happiness are things that can be acquired, lost, or stolen depending on other people and circumstances. Yet the truth is feeling happy, loving ourselves, and believing in the goodness of life are all internal commitments unrelated to the ever-changing outer world. We are the only ones who are in control of how we experience our lives. We are that powerful. The mind's defense against these optimistic affirmations is proof of the limitations it is putting on you and your experience of reality right now. In order to liberate yourself from the limitations of your mind, you must release and replace the root program beliefs, which are preventing you from experiencing the love, peace, happiness, and freedom you are seeking. Anything and everything that is of the not-self must go in order for you to break free. It's in this inner shedding and letting go process which makes practicing the inner work uncomfortable at times. How tightly you cling to your old self-image will determine the difficulty of the process. You must have the courage to look at your shadows with honesty and take accountability. You must have the willingness to let go of rationalizing limiting behaviors and thought patterns. You might find that letting go is harder than you think because of your conditioning to get, do, defend, prove, or blame. Yet, the process of actualizing happiness has always been an acceptance, surrender, and humble allowance. Accepting more for yourself. There are no boundaries to your happiness, divine abilities, and expressions of gratitude if you only surrender resistance to accepting the truth. No one has more access to happiness, divine creativity, or greatness than you do. We all share an equal access to infinite joy, fulfillment, and peace. There is nothing actually to change, fix, or do out there in the world in order to actualize your happiness. The real solutions are all within you. You only need to allow them to come to you. You're the one in control of how much you resist or how much you receive. Nothing else needs to change but yourself. You can do it. 
When we resist our lives, we create greater separation from the truth of who we really are. The more separate we feel from our true self of love and joy, the more powerless we feel and the more powerless, no, so sorry, the more powerless we feel and the more powerless we feel, the more we suffer. We are inviting you to demonstrate your love for yourself by waking up to your own power, except that no one and nothing outside of yourself can ever steal your peace or your joy ever again. It's not about what has happened to you. It is how you decide to respond that determines the quality of your life. This is your life, and only you are in control of how it is experienced. Although it may be uncomfortable at first, the truth will empower you and set you free. Exploring our resistance. Maybe your mind is thinking, but my story is worse or different, or this doesn't apply to me because... Fill in the blank with your mind's favorite rationalization as to why you can't be happy and free right now, and you will see your own resistance clearly. That person, that situation, that past event, or future worry, whatever your story is, your attachment to it is the very thing blocking you from the true freedom and lasting happiness you are seeking. The good news is the rationalizations you are experiencing are just stories your mind is telling you. This means they are not objectively true. They are just one opinion and perspective out of infinite possibilities. We can always choose to see our past or current situations from a different perspective, and in doing so, everything about it changes. For example, we can see our setbacks as a sign of our own weakness and inability, or we can see them optimistically as signs of growth, change, and evolution. It's not the setback itself that determines our experience of it, but our perspective. As we continue along this journey together, you will begin to see that the mind's insistence on blaming things outside of itself is something that we all innocently inherited as part of being human. Have compassion for yourself as you explore your own resistances to being truly happy and just know your resistances do not define you. They are something you are experiencing, but they are not who you are. Doing the inner work means your shadows will be revealed to you in order to be understood, accepted, and finally released and transcended. However, it is important to point out that your shadows will continue to evolve as you do. So you must always maintain humility and of any possible new blind spots as you progress. Every stage of human evolution has its own obstacles and temptations to be aware of. Therefore, the inner work is an overall lifestyle approach, not something to attain or a destination to arrive at. You must be kind to yourself in order to fully heal any wounds you uncover. The best way to find compassion is to see that your experiences are impersonal and not actually about you, 
but just what you are experiencing. Do not confuse the limiting internal dialogue inside your mind as the ultimate reality. One of our favorite mantras to repeat is neti neti, meaning not this. I am not my past. I am not my trauma. I am not this fear. I am not this thought. I am not this guilt. I am not this doubt. I am not this story. In order to be reborn as your true self, which is free from rationalizations and excuses, and to accept the infinite peace we speak of, you must release attachment to the shadow identity and resistances your mind has constructed over your lifetime. This may be difficult to do at first because an untamed mind will fight to reinforce its past programming. Programming. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Programming. I cannot speak. I'm so sorry, guys. This defensiveness is not personal. It's just how the mind works. Themes of consciousness like shame, guilt, hopelessness, grief, fear, desire, anger, or pride become so familiar to us that the mind strives to defend to belief systems through an incessant internal dialogue. This constant inner dialogue of thoughts will automatically reinforce support and seek validation for its perspectives. Unless we become aware of what is actually taking place, we will never be able to move on from it. Know that uprooting these mental narratives would mean the death of an identity the mind has worked so hard to formulate. And so we must have compassion during the, this revealing process. We all have accumulated rationalizations as to why we can't possibly be so loved, accepted, happy, and free as we are. The mind says things like, don't embarrass yourself, you're not good enough, you'll just fail. What will they think about you? The mind tells us we can only be happy when other people or our circumstances change. If he would just ask me to marry him, if she would just stop nagging me, if I had more money, if my debt was paid off, if I had moved. The internal dialogue tries to convince us that we need to struggle and fight for our deserved happiness. It's a cold, tough world out there. Better be the best if I want to succeed. There's not enough, there's not enough for everyone. Better earn it. They are my competition. These mental narratives of lack and limitation keep us from ever stepping outside of our conditioned theme of consciousness and experiencing something new and inspiring, something so radical and extraordinary, not because it is special in any particular way, but only radical because so few people accept it for themselves, all have equal access to happiness and greatness. If experiencing true love, lasting joy, and inner peace are rare, it is only because so few have the courage to put down their suffering and have faith in the goodness of life. Commitment is key. Notice that even when we're right on the cusp of becoming a higher version of our potential, the boundaries within the mind keep us in check by convincing us that we can't do it. It won't work will look dumb, or it just wasn't meant for us. This probably won't work. I waited too long. 
what if I can't do it? This is just the way things are. I'm fine with it. I should just stop trying. We start to believe that we aren't one of the lucky, special people who get the opportunity of being so happy and carefree. Must be nice to be them. They are just rich. If I had their life, I'd be happy too. We then attribute blame to our condition, circumstances, and even the world. This system is so corrupt. The world is unfair. Life is stressful and hard. My situation is different. This doesn't apply to me. I can't change. The most important realization of the inner work is that the source of our dissatisfaction is the mind's internal dialogue, not the subject of its complaints. Change is terrifying to the untamed mind, even when exposed to true happiness through witnessing it in others. It will reject it outright through denial or projection. Most minds are actually very suspicious of someone emulating genuine innocence, unconditional love, and inner peace. Seeing someone else shine their light unapologetically can really trigger an insecure mind. They are so fake. They are so naive. They don't know what it's like to struggle. They just haven't had enough life experience yet. They will see. So although it is happiness and freedom you are seeking, it's crucial to recognize that even while you are yearning to elevate yourself, there's still a huge part of you, an ego, shadow identity stuck in a limiting theme of consciousness that actually does not want you to succeed in awakening. Our Collective Inheritance Whether we are conscious of it or not, we are all inherited limiting beliefs, thoughts, and programming that are counterproductive to our well-being and bring suffering. Over a long period of exposure, these beliefs become so familiar to us that they then formulate a limited identity within us. Whether this came directly through parents, teachers, religious figures, friends, or indirectly through the influences of society, we all got it. These inherited limiting programs of belief are not personal, just part of being born a human. However, the most empowering view we can take on our suffering is that they may actually be playing a perfect role in our hero's journey of awakening. When seen from a higher perspective, our struggles are actually our greatest teachers, for they reveal to us personal opportunities for expansion. For example, Hitting bottom may have been exactly what was needed in order to finally let go, have a change of heart, or to see the bigger picture. Like sandpaper to wood, our challenges can soften the soul if we allow them. We mustn't run from the discomfort of life's lows, but instead have the courage to lean into them with humility and curiosity. In every painful or challenging experience, we can benefit from asking ourselves, what can I learn from this? What do I need to let go of? What part am I playing in this? Where am I limiting my own joy and peace? Where am I getting stuck? It is only by facing our resistances with self-honesty and accountability that we can experience the empowerment 
and happiness that is waiting for us on the other side. See your discomfort as a doorway to freedom. Have the bravery and courage to see all the obstacles only as temporary moments of realignment, always working out in your favor. The desire to hide, deny, or reject our insecurities, pain, anger, or sadness ultimately only hurts us further. When repressed and buried, our emotions will slowly poison us from within. For every denial and rejection of our emotions is only a rejection of ourself. If we resist the existence of our shadows, they will only continue to thrive throughout, through our denial and fear of them. To feel is to heal. The inner work process is an invitation to allow emotions, understand them with compassion, and finally release those we are not, that are not serving us. Nothing we feel could ever be wrong. We are all innocent, learning, and becoming. Everything we go through is actually playing a perfect part in our own hero's journey. All seeming mistakes are only an innocent discovery of who we are not, thus leading us one step closer to the truth of who we are. The mind is naive, therefore subject to massive error. We mustn't identify with the mind's perceived mistakes, but rather seek to understand ourselves and others with compassion. By courageously acknowledging our vulnerabilities, we are on our way to healing them. Accepting ourselves as we are right now is the initial part of the inner work process. The human potential. Due to our unique ability to make conscious choices and exercise a spiritual will, humans are actually capable of experiencing dramatically different levels and rates of evolution or themes of consciousness. True freedom and lasting happiness are an example of a degree of evolution in human consciousness, just as themes such as shame, anger, courage, and willingness are as well. Each progression of human evolution has differing inner obstacles, shadows, and attachments to overcome in order to allow a grander view of life to come forth, continuously becoming more loving and free as we spiritually mature. Thus, the next stage of human evolution is not a physical adaption, but an evolution of consciousness, an internal shift that can only be brought about through the inner choice of peace, happiness, and love. Sorry, I can't get the page to turn. There we go. As each individual makes the higher choice to transcend the limiting themes of consciousness, humanity as a whole will gradually adapt to new levels of maturity, eventually leading to inner liberation for all. Therefore, every individual is important, needed, and a necessary part of the greater whole. Everyone must do their own inner work. No one can do it for us. We all share in the collective human karma or destiny. Every thought and action of the individual contributes to the collective consciousness. And in fact, all the universe there is no actual separation. You are a crucial part of a greater whole, deciding to be free from the inner shackles of limitation. 
deciding to choose love, happiness, and the peace of remembering who you truly are. And while the effect of your choices will have immense benefits for you personally, the world will benefit a thousandfold. For every time we heal a personal limitation and trauma within ourselves, we are healing it within the collective as well by holding the door open for others to join us by following our example. Every advance in consciousness of the individual uplifts the rest of us with it like an ocean tide rising. There could be no greater contribution to humanity than doing your own inner work. Consider this a formal invitation to finally experience the full joy and awe of creation, to accept a life filled with purpose and meaning. It's all around you, waiting for you to simply recognize it. It's right here, right now. Have confidence in the love and support of your inner self. Trust your true self will come forth and is always with you. You will know the truth by its essence of innocent joy, the energies of happiness, empowerment, compassion, kindness, trust in goodness, faith, peace, humility, satisfaction, fearlessness, and most importantly, gratitude are all some of the most powerful hallmarks of your true self. Pay attention to the daily moments you embody these energies. Those will be the moments that you are living up to your full potential and living in your purpose. Those are the moments that you are being the love and happiness you've always desired rather than trying to obtain, project, or earn it. Realize that all the joy of life is within you already and you are destined to succeed or else you wouldn't be here now. And that is chapter two, guys. We will continue with chapter three, the human plight, in the next couple of episodes. Hope you guys are enjoying the book so far. it for today but thank you so much for listening please make sure to hit that follow button and i will talk to you guys later have a lovely day guys